great that the new commissioner, Nick Garcia, could join us. He's been well, having a pretty tough introduction since taking over from former CEO Danny Townsend. Uh, Nick Garcia, thanks so much for your time on Grandstand today. Thanks. Great to be here. Well, we'd better start with that. You sort of you picked up the phone for us. It seems like other people are trying to get in touch with you, Nick, but they're finding it hard. Are you making yourself available enough for all these stakeholders in the game? <laughs> yeah, no, look, um, Rose is a passionate guy, of, of course. Um, so I think I think the only bit that's accurate in what he said there is I, I do live in Manly. That bit is true. Um, but no, I've been out to to the Wanderers to meet with Scott, to meet with other people a number of times. I've been to a number of games. In fact, actually, at their pre-season launch, I stood two two meters away from Mark Rodin, um for most of the evening, and he didn't acknowledge me, so I don't actually think he knows who I am. So, look, I think, but what he says is true, right? You know, my job is to to, to get out there and meet with club CEOs, and you know, they're they're everywhere from from Perth to New Zealand, right? So, um, and there's only one of me, but I do spend a lot of time. I try and get to. I try and get to a home game of every club um, once a season. So he mentioned the Mariners. Last night, I was up on the Central Coast. I went to the women's and the men's game. I spent some time with Sean Mellencamp, with Richard Peel, also with Mark Aubrey from Sydney FC. So, yeah, no, he's right. He's absolutely right, but that's happening. I don't know where the, where the communication breakdown's been, but no, it's, it's happening. We're all good. And there's a number of angles where we can take this chat, but there's the, I think the, broad concern and then there are nuances within the game so i'll just start with the broad concern of the finances is is the competition mm. broke uh, we, we know that there are clubs that are struggling but what's the state of you being able to have the financial acumen to to keep the league going yeah look, so i think let's take a step back right well before my time when when unbundling happens you know, I think this is a bit that gets missed, is the board mandated three years aggressive growth strategy and and using private equity money as well as money again to drive that growth strategy. And that has worked, right? I think that's the important thing to understand is that the league has grown. We saw seven years of successive decline. In the last three years, we've seen three years of consecutive growth, whether that's on average, average attendances to games, number of hours that people are spending watching it on TV, um, whether it's the commercial deals that have gone up double digits year on year, it is growing. Um, obviously, I've come in. It was always the plan after three years to relook at it. We've done that. We've got a new kind of leadership in. We've got a new independent chair in Stephen Conroy. Um, and, and we've had a good look under the hood and seen how the growth has gone, and it's good. We, we want to kind of capture that and build on it, but now's the time for consolidation, right? So... I think, What's that mean in English for are you broke or yeah, not? Yeah, right. So it means focus on football. We're a football business. We're about the game, the product on the pitch. We're about seeing great young stars and putting on matches that are exciting. Um, I'm not saying that keep up and the whole kind of, you know, talking to fans digitally isn't important. It is important. But we'll do that through aleagues.com.au. So that's, that's where we're focused now. And this is, for those that aren't aware, a part of the... The failure, for lack of a better word, for your expansion with your, your digital arm, there were a lot of job losses there as well. So, Nick Garcia, the uh, APL commissioner, is with us on grandstand with Quentin Hull. Now, the, the relationship with the player body, the, the PFA, uh, 
why, would, why are we seeing this as a frosty relationship when you're essentially talking about getting more jobs and, and more footballers in this part of the world? Um, how, how would you describe, I mean, I've called it frosty, how would you describe that, that relationship with the Professional Footballers Association? So we've got a great relationship. When you said frosty, I was quite surprised. Um, can you elaborate on that? Well, they say they haven't been consulted about the, the expansion plans. No, we, we meet with, with Kate and Bo regularly. I'd say we've got, we got a great relationship. I'd probably speak to each of them once twice a week. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's news to me, Quentin. OK. Can the A-League even think about affording goal line technology? Look, I think goal line technology is one of those things that, um, I, I, to be honest, I don't know what the, the, the definitive price for a whole lot will be because it's about... More just about getting the technology, about all the infrastructure that goes with the TV product, goes in all the different stadiums. Can I build? Can um, I re Can I redirect that question? Can the A League be be seen as a major international league if it doesn't have this technology? Can can we survive without this and still be seen and regarded as a as a strong competition around the rest of the world if we don't have this technology here? 100% we can. Look, I think you, you, you're obviously leveraging on a moment in time there, but no, I think the league is very well respected globally. You see that from where our players are going that, um, going. You see that through our international broadcast deal. Um, there's fans out there. It's, it's growing globally, so that's no, not a concern of mine. Nick Garcia, who's the, the APL commissioner with us, that there is a disconnect off the back of the, the job cuts, off the, the back of concerns of, of goal line technology. Like... So that, that PR war of, of winning the game, feeling like you're, you're in control of what you're doing here, do, do you sense that there's something that needs to be done there to, to change the tone maybe publicly in that regard? Yeah, look, I, I would decouple moments in time, right? So goal line technology that kind of blew up in a press conference after a, um, a coach was defeated, I would not kind of endemic problem in the game. Clearly, we're going to look at all of these things, always, and we'll get into them. And, you know, after every weekend, the whole senior team, we sit down, we go through all the matches, everything that happened, and we kind of take views on it, right? The bigger picture, and what you mentioned there, Quentin, about the cuts and everything, look, the cuts, the what? Firstly, the cuts are not as reported in terms of as widely and as um, aggressively as in the media, but it's tough, right? It's tough for everyone in the organisation. We've lost some brilliant people. And, you know, these are friends of ours and, and, and great operators, and that's tough personally and professionally. But there was a strategic redirection of the game, right? This was about saying, OK, we're going to stand down, keep up. Keep up did a job. I talked at the beginning. I know you referenced it to being a mistake. I'm not convinced it was a mistake. Um, a lot of the gross numbers I've talked in the game, the three years of consecutive growth, would have been down to keep up. The guys there did an amazing job. They got awards for the content that was published on it. And, you know, we live in an environment in a country uh, countries where, where football isn't the most dominant sport and isn't always talked about. So we wanted to get the message out there. That was responding to fan um, requests. Now, I think we've moved through that period. We're now very much more focused on the football that goes on the game, the connectivity with the fan going right through to the kind of grassroots participation, which is massive, by the way. You look at the, the people playing football in Australia and New Zealand, and you would have put together rugby union, league, um, and AFL all together, still doesn't get to the football's participation numbers. So we know there's a massive passion for sport. We know just in Australia alone, you've probably got 10 million football fans. Not all A-League fans, Quentin, I grant you that. But that's 
that's an amazing opportunity, right? To be able to give these guys, these fans of football that are following, whether it's Messi, um, Manchester United, Liverpool, or generally the Premier League, to give them a really good product that they can go and they can be part of that tribe, that ritual, that fan base in their local town and get behind it. That's what we're really focused on. And and you see with the shift from keepup to aleagues.com.au, some of the feedback we did get from keepup was that it was too broad. You know, a lot of our core fans didn't want the broader stuff. They wanted to be able to get straight to the detail of their clubs and their leagues. And if you look at aleagues.com.au, it's very much more focused on that. So that's that's the way we're shifting, right? We're, we will still, of course, you know, Australia is actually a great footballing nation with great players and coaches around the world. And we will still continue to follow them. But our focus will be unashamedly on the A-leagues, the clubs that play in it, and the players on those teams, both the men and the women. Because we've got some fantastic matches and fantastic players that, that fans are excited about. Yeah, new APL Commissioner Nick Garcia is with us. Thanks for explaining your, your thoughts there. And we can hear your passion, Nick. Uh, quick one to finish. When will we get a decision on the men's team in Canberra? I would hope the next couple of weeks or so. Um, we're, we're into, as I kind of mentioned before, we're in... Like we're just negotiating with one party now, right? So you get, generally you go through, you speak to a load, you you pick the, the the shape of the one you like the best in terms of being the right owner, and we've done that. We're into that negotiation, so we're kind of working through that now. Clearly, it's negotiation, so there's always creases to be ironed out and everything, but it's it's positive. You know, you say you hear my passion, the the passion these guys have from the game, the global connectivity thing on the game is really exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they make great owners. So you know that that consumes a lot of my time right now. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll hope to make uh, positive announcements on that soon. Conversations around sport and football always plenty of passion around them. Uh, thanks for your time, Nick. Really appreciate you taking our call and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Quinton. Appreciate you uh, always um, looking into the game. Much appreciated. We'll speak soon.